Yes, and we have with us tonight who? Dr. Wes Scroggins. Yes, Dr. Doctor. He said doctor this time. Yes, we have Dr. Wes yeah, Wes Scroggins. So it's getting a little bit uh, you know, we need we need to, you know, flex a little bit, you know, with uh, what you got. So um yes, Wes, thank you so much uh for your time. Uh Thanks thank for you for your me. oh yeah, y'all dude, anytime. So uh, to let you guys know, um we have already talked about this uh last week. Uh, Wes is just uh, getting on as many platforms um, as he can to be able to speak about what's going on. So here tonight, um, we are wanting to, or this morning, if you're uh, listening to the podcast in the morning uh, that it gets uploaded anyway, um, we are here to update you on the hearing of SB 699 and SJR 48, um, which are both dealing with abolition, the abolition of abortion here in the state of Missouri. And so that's why we had Wes on. So Dave and I really don't know what went on at the hearing. We weren't there. Um, We haven't gotten any updates. That's why we're here. And hopefully I know that a lot of you out there that are on the chats and um, we really don't know what's going on. You guys have been asking the questions. So the Tag Your Podcast is uh, happy to be able to uh, be a platform to get this information out to you on what's going on. But I do know um, that I have introduced a lot of new people and told them about the podcast and all that kind of stuff um, about abolition and all this kind of stuff. And they're just getting ramrodded with a lot of information anyway. And so just for clarification, for anybody new, you know, this is a, you know, we got us that you've been um, doing this for a while. So if you want to introduce yourself real quick, and then I'll just, uh, you know, we'll kind of just, we need to talk about, you know, what is a Senate bill? What is a, what is a Senate joint resolution and stuff like that? So go ahead, Wes. Uh. Okay. Uh, my name is Dr. Wes Scroggins and uh, I'm president of abolish abortion, Missouri. And mm-hmm kind of, uh, you know, helping to, uh, working really kind of alongside uh, Senator Mike Moon, trying to uh, put an end to abortion here in the state of Missouri. Mm-hmm. Thank you for your hard work on that too. So, and, yeah, and, and we've and, been, you know, we've been... been fortunate enough to get to meet Wes about two years ago. He was so powerful down at the Missouri Baptist annual meeting. We were exceptionally, exceptionally mm-hmm. thankful for that. And I could not say enough how glad we were to have so many people from Abolish Abortion Missouri there at the Missouri Baptist Annual Meeting. That was huge. And we'd love to do something like that for the Kansas-Nebraska Convention of Southern Baptists. We might do a little bit different type of approach, but uh, definitely want to make sure that we continue this type of effort. And now that I'm in the state of Kansas, some type of a, a joint effort would just be outstanding. Yeah. Yeah. And so just to let you guys know, Dave is on the road. So he's actually about 30 minutes away um, from us anyway in Buffalo. And so he's got some hotel internet going on. So there will, will be a little bit of a weird stuff. If you could just, we just ask for your grace um, and your mercy um, because the information that we have for this podcast is invaluable. Um, and so um, just go for the information. Don't go for our production value. Uh, Tag is always a nice and formal podcast. And we, uh, we we're about the message 
change anyway. Yeah, so yes, I, I, I just apologize. wanted just to clarify. Here that. I am, and <laughs> I apologize. Here I am in Bolivar, and that is part of the problem. I'm using hotel internet, and it is exceptionally unstable. And I am very sorry. <laughs> yeah, oh no, yeah, it's okay. And you know, whenever this thing gets uh, um, put into a file and everything, maybe it's got it. I don't know. So we'll have to wait until after this is over. Uh, but anyway, um, just so just give us a quick uh, skinny for anybody that is just breaking into this, because I know there's a lot of uh, you can say new converts into abolitionism. That's you know they they get the Christian worldview, um, they're like, yes, yes, yes. Uh, but they haven't really gotten into the political side, how that works and, and our circumstance. So we've got the principles, um, but now we need to understand the circumstance. And so here's the regulative principle idea anyway. So um, just for our, for the people that are listening that don't know, um, what is a Senate bill? Okay. Well, a Senate bill is just a bill, a piece of legislation, all right, that has been introduced by a Senator um, you know, in the Senate chamber, on the Senate side of, um, of the General Assembly. And so, you know, that's what SB 699 is. It's, um, that's what the SB stands for, is Senate Bill 699. So, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's a bill introduced by State Senator Mike Moon um, that will, you know, move through the legislative process. And, uh, you know, it's got to, got to pass through the Senate. And then it, you know, if it goes to through the Senate, it's got to go to the House and be passed through the House. So it's got to be passed through both chambers of the legislature. And, you know, if a bill, you know, if, if it starts on the House side, it, you know, then has to go the other way through the Senate. But if it makes it, you know, through both chambers, uh, it's passed out of the legislature, then it has to have the governor's signature on it to, you know, to to become law. Uh, and, and so that's that's what a bill is, uh, how, how the bill process works. Yes. And so Mike Moon, he uh, ended up introducing, uh, you know, this uh, prior to, so he pre-filed this before the session started this year. Um, and then now we have uh, Senate joint or SJR, right? So Senate joint resolution um, that came about. And uh, what is that? And uh, how did that come about? Okay. Senate joint resolution is it's it basically a joint resolution, um, you know, goes through the same process as a bill. All right. So, uh, you know, the, the process is the same. I mean, it, it's, it's got to go, you know, be passed out of the Senate, um, you know, go through the House. Uh, and, and so it goes through that process. And where it differs from a bill is that, you know, a bill becomes law as it's, uh, it's passed through the legislature and then signed by the governor. All right. So, so that bill, if, if it makes it through that process, becomes law. The resolution is such that it goes to a vote of the people. So SJR 48, um, basically, if it would make it through the legislature, the, the legislature is, is at this point, you know, with the resolution, just making a resolution and passing a resolution to send the abolition issue to a vote of the people of the state of Missouri. And so, you know, that if, if it would pass through the legislature, it would be placed upon the ballot, right? Uh, hopefully, if it would pass, it would be placed upon the ballot, hopefully this coming November, on the November ballot, the people of Missouri then would decide, you know, whether uh, they wanted abortion, you know, to exist in this state or not. And so that's the difference between the two. And SJR 48, you know, I, th I think the real reason that, that Senator Moon filed it 
is is simply because you know if if the magistrates aren't going to do their job and and they are not going to step up and put an end to abortion in the state of Missouri, then you know we're asking that they let the people make that decision and decide if if, if they're not going to do it. All right, and so mm. so that was kind of the purpose of filing the resolution along with the Senate bill. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Thank you for that. And I hope uh, the people that are listening uh, understand the process and mm-hmm. how wonderful it actually is. You know, I kind of mentioned in my video, you know, because of the total depravity of man that was recognized um, whenever yep. this country started, you don't give absolute power to one person. That's and right. that's why our government is actually good. And we don't have to deconstruct. We don't have to abolish things. We don't have to do what the world is trying mm-hmm. to do with things. We don't have to just start all over and blow everything up, but we can, you know, do the Martin Luther thing, uh, you know, reform, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, that's a beautiful yeah. thing. I see Dave's face here. I don't know if he's got anything to ask or. No, I, I just really appreciate the way that you connected those two for us, because that was something I had no clue that that's what that did. So I- great. Mm-hmm. Uh, sorry, I couldn't be yes. there in Jeff City when you all be, were able to speak at the hearing. And I think that's kind of the next place we kind of want to go is tell us a little bit uh, about the hearing, um, what type of response you got, how uh, how it was received at the most meaningful places. And that would be really helpful for us to kind of know because it was a, a really great time when I was able to go there and to speak last year uh regretted that i couldn't do it this year so right. tell us about that process yeah it's uh you know how, how can i describe the you know the, the hearing process i mean i it's uh it, it is a very interesting you know uh a thing and and, and I, I enjoy it i mean uh, at the same time you know you you I, I still have the nerves and things of that nature, um, you know, testifying before, uh, you know, before the senators and, and, and things of that nature. But it, but it is, it, it, it is a, a great opportunity. And, uh, you know, last Wednesday, the, the, both the, the Senate bill and the joint resolution were heard in um, the Senate committee last Wednesday morning, April 6. And, um, you know, they, um, it, it went well, I, I, I thought. I mean, uh, we had a good number of abolitionists that were there to testify, you know, in favor of both the uh, uh, both the, the bill and the resolution. There was a lot of opposition there as well. Um, Planned Parenthood had uh, brought in, you know, a, mm. a, a good number of people, um, you know, that were there to testify against it. And then you've got, you know, uh, um, a lot of doctors and and uh, things of that nature from Washington University. Um, some of you guys probably remember last year they were there testifying against uh, the bill last year, and they were there again as as well. Um, interesting, um, you know, um, the the committee chair Bill White really uh, placed all of the abortion bills, you know, in the Senate. Most of them, anyway, maybe not all, but most of them. I think there was a total of eight, and and he had basically placed all of those, um, you know, on the agenda, the the committee agenda for that day, so that yeah, they would and, all and, be heard at the same time. Yeah, and, and so yeah, there was a, it was out. a very yeah, it was a very big like a shotgun approach almost. So like you know we had. 
Yeah. So the, the big thing that we were doing sort of behind the scenes in abolition land anyway, through contacts and abolish abortion, Missouri um, was going around. It's like, okay, here's like, let's call every Monday. Um, let's call all day long. Let's leave mm-hmm. messages. Let's see if we can talk to somebody, you know, like I even got on Facebook and found some of the committee members and sent them yeah. messages. And I got a message back said, Hey, this has been right. registered with, uh, so you can like the, the, the opportunity and the level of commitment. I mean, you can be faithful, but you don't have to do so much that so you, even if it's a Facebook message, um, right. you can do this. So we didn't like, we tried to see if we can be like, Hey, we are going to have this abolition rally. Let's do it the same day as the hearing. Right. And so we tried to do that. That didn't happen. It didn't um, work out. Yeah. So, and you're saying that there was like a lot of, uh, abortion bills. So it could be, you know, pro-life, uh, pro-choice abolition, whatever. And they were all kind of clumped together. And I think there might've, yep. if I saw it rightly, there's a little bit more to the party than just anything to deal with abortion. Um, but, um, would you say just, you know, was there any sort of sway you think from us calling and texting or messaging um, to get this mm-hmm. hearing to happen? Yes, I, I, I think that that your your all your your calls I, I think made a difference. I, I do believe that 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 um, you know puts some pressure on Senator White's office. Senator White's the chair of, of, of the seniors committee. I do believe that it puts some pressure on him to uh, to give the bill and the resolution a hearing. Um, uh, so, so I, I think it worked. I mean, I mean, they, they need to hear from the people and, you know, we need to be making our voices heard and that's what we have to do, uh, in order to, uh, you know, to sometimes to motivate our, our magistrates, our legislators to move. And, and I think that that, that helped. And so, you know, as, as you said here in, in this committee meeting, we, we had abolition bills, we had pro-life bills. And so the only two, you know, that were true abolition bills were, were Senator Moon 699 and SJR 48. Um, but you had um, Missouri Right to Life was there to, uh, you know, to basically, uh, you know, try to testify in favor of, of the, the pro-life bills. Mm-hmm. Uh, Campaign Life Missouri, Sam Lee, uh, was also there to do the same um, you know, testified in favor of the pro-life bills. Um, they, they, both groups, both groups failed to voice any support whatsoever mm. for the abolition bills. Um, yeah, because like we live, you know, we, oh yeah, Dave's got something. There. Oh man, I, I want to make sure that that is well heard. If you are someone who is a Missouri Baptist or a Kansas, Nebraska convention mm-hmm. of Southern Baptist, what you heard right there is everything that Adam and I told you from the floor of the Missouri Baptist annual meeting. These Christian Life Commission folks do not want abortion to end. They don't want it to end. They want to keep little letting babies get regulated and murder regulated. That is right there. You heard it. That's what happened when they showed up at this hearing. They said, it's cool to kill babies. Let's just regulate the way we do it. That is the, that is the thing that yes. Missouri Baptist allowed and supported. And that needs to be well understood. Yeah, I, I agree. And I was in the room, Dave. I, I, I was in the room. When both Sam Lee of Campaign Life for Missouri mm. and the uh, the representative for Missouri Right to Life, I was in the room when both of them gave their their testimony. Uh, I heard it with my own ears. And yeah, so they so they went so did they actually so they didn't support it, but did they speak against the abolition? 
No, the only the only uh, thing that that was said that that would have been opposed to the abolition bills was said on the part of the representative, the person who was there with Missouri Right to Life, and I cannot I cannot remember her name, but she did make the statement right at the end of her toward the end of her testimony that supporting SB 699 would repeal uh, the pro-life bills that are already on the books. Now, she was incorrect uh, when she made that statement because, uh, you know, Senator Moon filed the committee substitute back, um, you know, uh, back in February, I believe it was. We, we had this, the committee substitute that basically left all of those, would leave all of those pro-life bills on the books. So SB 699 will not repeal any of the current pro-life laws. It supersedes them if passed. So they basically become obsolete, but they're still on the books. And so she did make that statement that it would repeal, but Senator Moon quickly um, uh, corrected her and, and set the record straight. Um, but that's one of the reasons, one of the reasons why you know, they, they are opposed to these bills or their arguments they have been in the past is that they don't want to see the pro-life bills that we bills that we've got on the books right now. They don't want to see those repealed. Um, and so they're going to oppose anything, you know, that, uh, that is on the books, for example, that, that, uh, you know, makes a woman wait for, you know, a waiting period, right, to, to get an abortion or, um, you know, that states that, you know, that after a certain time or up till a certain time, you know, abortions can be performed up to what, uh, 20 weeks or 22 weeks, um, as it is right now in Missouri, you know, they want those laws left on the books. And, uh, you know, what they, uh, what they fail to realize is that it's those laws that really, uh, you know, uh, make abortion elite legal not ill but legal you know here in the state of missouri because they are in our into our state statutes they're specifying you know the conditions under which abortions are legally can occur um and that's that's what they fail to uh, to realize and that's what they fail to admit yeah yeah and totally and totally get you there but yeah it's, it's the same thing like whenever the sbc folks whenever they allowed the word alone to go in just to get the mm -hmm. resolution passed everything around that word alone totally contradicts that word alone. And I would even say in Missouri, uh, whenever we say that we're going to call to equity under the law that supersedes the prideful, um, Hey, we need, but it comes down to that. The prideful, let's say, thank you to those who regulated murder. Yeah. That's the, that's the thing, but yeah. And um, so just a, just a, a correction. So the, the CLC though, the Christian life commission was anybody there? from the CLC? I, if they were, uh, I, I didn't hear uh, the testimony given by okay. anybody from, from the CLC. Okay. And so, you know, that's one of those things that, you know, that, cause I just wanted to make sure that we got the right organizations, um, you know, right. uh, implicated uh, in, in this. And so, um, but the thing is, is they're not there, um, but abolitionists are there. And so we're, I'm talking about there. like Missouri Baptists. Um, the abolitionists are there to support something. And, and so the CLC wasn't there, even if they were going to speak against us on the abolition side or, you know, bring that, uh, uh, but the woman or, you know, just those, those kind of things, you know, um, they weren't even there. Uh, so are right. they actually, uh, an entity that's actually fighting for, 
the right to life at any level? Um, you know, are they actually in the state lobbying as we think they are? And we're kind of like giving them money um, mm -hmm. to uh, be a part of that. So that's something for Missouri Baptist to think about when they think about their exactly. entities and everything too. So I just wanted to make sure to clarify, um, but then also uh, push that point. So, right. um, but yeah, so um, what were um, some of the arguments? Um, so, you know, you had pro-life folks out there. You said, we already said that, you know, some people weren't necessarily speaking against or anything, but they were, they were for just the pro-life regulation of murder um, and mm -hmm. they didn't really speak on it. Um, but were, what were like, you know, Planned Parenthoods or any other, like what are the main arguments uh, that uh, people are proposing to defeat the uh, yeah. abolition side? Yeah, one of the main arguments that came from the Planned Parenthood and the doctors that that were there from Washington University in St. Louis, you know, the the arguments to, to me are really concerning because, you know, many of the doctors, especially, well, even the Planned Parenthood, um, you know, uh, staff and, and personnel, argued that you know if if, if we if we make abortion more restrictive, or if we would abolish it altogether, then what that does is it, it leaves vulnerable, you know, uh, many of these women and these mothers. And, and I sat there and I heard, you know, a couple of doctors from Washington, at least one, one, there was one, I remember, uh, from Washington U and said, you know, my, what, what are my patients going to do? I mean, I've got women, you know, patients who, uh, you know, if, if they don't have, you know, access to abortions, um, you know, they're going to have to raise these kids uh, that these babies that they're just not prepared to uh, to to raise. And, uh, you know, that's that's a real concerning uh, argument, you know, mm -hmm. to 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 hear coming from 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 these groups that that, you know, just because, you know, you you have a child that. Uh, you know, may not be easy to raise, or uh, you may not be in a good position to provide for it or care for it. It somehow, you know, devalues its 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 life and it, and its and its worth, and uh, that child isn't worth keeping. And so, you know, the thing to do is go ahead and murder that child, you know, uh, out of convenience, so that um, it doesn't uh, create any greater burden on you, the mother. Um, that, that to me is just a, a really, really disturbing argument to make, but I heard that argument made several times, uh, in that hearing by, by that opposition. Yeah. And like from the uh, abolitionist side where we we're not negating that and we want to hear those stories. Yeah. And so that's something from, you know, like my conversations that I've had, you know, it's always about like, where, but where's the grace? And I'm like, well, the church has the keys, the civil magistrate has the sword. Um, mm -hmm. You know, and the thing is, you're negating any other sort of thing that is out there, you know, you're be, this is the prejudice like you want to murder a child so bad, and you're trying to just emote with that and it's one of those things like both are true, like you need help, and you don't murder the baby like right like like there's. Like you can't do <laughs> like, yes, you need help in this. And we do need to think about that. But whenever it comes to the specific area of these bills, it's just going, hey, we're not going to murder people anymore. 
Right. <laughs> you know, that's, yeah. that's what these are for. And um, there's other things that need to be involved, but the problem is we don't need to ask the state for help. That's the other problem, you know? So there's, there's lots of, you know, we are circumspect <laughs> people. We have like all these points that they're hitting mm-hmm. and we've got to deal with all those points. But it's like, again, it surrounds the the person that we want to murder and we can't do that. The major right. thing. Um, but you know, there, there is help. There are people who care and all that stuff. I understand that, you know, you can, you can blame yeah. the foster system. Um, okay. Let's reform it. Let's reform the, the civil magistrate and the way it works and what it does. Let's reform foster care. Let's reform adoption. Yeah. We need to talk about all those things. And it's like, it's yeah. a weight, but sin is a weight and there is so much we have to repent from. Um, so, you know, understand, but we can't allow one sin to help us to justify another sin. Like we can't, correct. can't do that. So, um, That's correct. But yeah, I totally get you. And I mean, it, it's such a heavy thing and, um, you know, we do need to be making sure that we're intentionally hearing that, but mm-hmm. then also going, but does that give you a right to murder, you know? And no. so, but yeah, but yeah, I understand. So that's pretty much made the main argument. It's always, it always comes down to the woman not taking care of it. And it's like, well, because of your bad decisions, you're going to murder somebody. You're going to make another bad decision. Right. When does the bad decision stop? You know? And so, yeah, that's, it's, it, it's really, the issues. yeah, yeah. You're right. I get you. I get you. And, uh, right. and, and it's so, it's so heavy. <laughs> it's, it's way so heavy. Um, um, but yeah, but I just wanted, you know, is there any sort of other arguments that, you know, we need to be able to speak into, you know, to get people to think about. So whenever they confront this, um, they're able to talk prior to anything going down. Yeah, that, that's the big one, you know, that, yeah. that I remember uh, coming out of that committee is just, um, you know, that, uh, you know, the, 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 the circumstances, the condition of the mother, you know, what they would be left with, what they would be, you know, the, the conditions under which they would be left, you know, if they did not have abortion available to them. And so, yeah, yeah that, that, that was one of the big, uh, yeah. uh, the, the, the big arguments right there. So, hmm. so yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, I appreciate um, that immensely. I just want to give some time to Dave. I know he, it looks like he's uh, thinking over there and it's the way that we're doing this. Uh, we're all three apart from each other. You know, yeah. it's, I've got to try to pick on, I think I'm getting better at picking up these uh, little cues inside like a little window. So Wes, yeah. where are we now that we've had the hearing? What is the next step in the process and what can listeners of the podcast, what can people in Missouri do to push things forward or do they have an ability to what's what's the next step it's a great question and so the next step is that we need sb 699 and sjr 48 to be voted out of this committee all right uh they they need to be given a vote and that is up to whether they get that vote or not is up to the chairman Senator Bill White. Uh, he will, you know, will make that decision whether he wants to give them a vote. Uh, I talked with uh, his office uh, just, um, oh, an hour ago. And uh, as of right now, uh, according to his staff, there is, um, there is, um, um, it, neither one of them are scheduled for a vote. All right. So um, what we need, and, and I, I just got some news coming in, guys. Um, um, what we need are some people to um, to start ringing his phone, Senator Bill White. All right. And asking him to give both of these pieces of legislation a vote 
in his seniors committee. Okay, now um, there are eight members on that committee. We need five votes, all right? We need five of the eight affirmative votes. Now, let me see here. Um, I just got some news, just just coming Ooh. in right now. Breaking news. Breaking news. Uh, the breaking news is uh, Senator Rader, Senator Holly Rader is one of the members on that committee. And uh, the, the news that I'm just getting is that she has just stated that both of these pieces of legislation have her support, have her vote. Um, I you. talked with Senator, Senator Cindy O'Laughlin's office um, just earlier this afternoon. Uh, she is one of the members of the Seniors Committee. Uh, her legislative staff told me that we have her vote on uh, both pieces of legislation. Um, I talked with Senator Bratton, Senator Rick Bratton, uh, yes, uh, not yesterday, but last Wednesday afternoon, I talked with him personally in his office after the uh, committee hearing, and Senator Bratton um, assured me we had his vote for both pieces of legislation. So uh, we've got, we've got, as of now, it looks like we've got three senators Amen. that are willing to vote Amen. this thing out of committee and move it on. We need two more. We need Bill White to give it a vote, give both a vote, a vote, and we need two more senators. Um, and those senators, I think that maybe we can get uh, are going to be Elaine Gannon and Justin Brown. Those are, are two other senators on the committee whose votes we need and Republican senators. And if we can get their votes, then we've got enough votes, it looks like, to move both of these out of committee and move them, um, uh, I guess the next step would be then to, um, to the, the floor of the Senate for debate. So um, that's what we need your listeners to do, is to start ringing their phones, making these phone calls, and uh, asking them to to support SB 699 and SJR 48 and get them out of committee. Yeah. So basically you're saying with uh, with Senator, Senator Bill White, um, he's the one that can pretty much pigeonhole the uh, the yep. vote. So, you know, that like mm -hmm. say we have these uh, three folks or even if we get two more, you know, they could probably talk to him, but he's still the one in power to take this bill and just like throw it away. And then That's you never true. hear about it again. That's or true. Say, okay, let's uh, vote on this thing. So he's got all the power. So we need to hit him. Right. And it'd be awesome if he becomes a. He can he vote also? He 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 will cast a vote. Yes, as, okay. as committee chair. You know he okay. has been. Uh, Senator White has been opposed all along. Right. He he has been opposed um, to this bill to, to both of these, uh, you know, pieces of legislation really since day one. Yeah. So and there's, so, there's history. So last year, right. Like, uh, fill, fill, fill people in on that. Yeah. Well, last year when we had SB 391, um, the abolition bill, um, it went to, um, it went to the health and pensions committee. Senator White was a member. He wasn't the chair of that committee, but the chair of that committee last year was a Senator Onder. And uh, if you remember right, Senator Onder stalled, you know, the, the SB 391 last year and for a long, long time. As and the then Senator Onder won the yes. representative for life. So <laughs> he, he did. I mean, if, if and I don't know, White I don't know if cues, we're doing the wrong thing. 
Yeah, we might be uh, naming names that we should we shouldn't do that. We shouldn't name names when people do something publicly. I mean, yeah, <laughs> sorry, yeah. that's a little but, bit of our uh, past experience. But yeah. yeah, but 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 Senator Senator White, you know, opposed three ninety one last year, and it just so happened that that Senator Moon's legislation, abortion legislation six ninety nine this year, was assigned to the committee that he chairs, and. Yeah. Um, and so here we are now, you know, we're, we were April the 6th, right? Um, mm-hmm. Late in the session, even getting a hearing for the bill. The bill was assigned to the committee in January, okay? And uh, here it is uh, April the 6th um, before we even got, got the hearing. And now um, we're, we're waiting for him to to say that he will will let them have a vote. So yes, his office needs to hear from, from your listeners and uh, calling him up, asking him to get a vote for these uh, pieces of legislation, ASAP, and then also asking him to, uh, to cast his support, his vote in favor of the bills as well. Yeah. Yeah. Just to, just to get a hearing on the floor. And so again, just to clarify everybody, um, whenever this, whenever these things go in, they go into a committee. Um, and so this was the, this year it was the seniors, um, the seniors and families yeah, and families, military, and military affairs. It, yeah. And, so an, an odd committee in yeah. my, in my opinion, a very odd committee for all of these abortion bills to be put into. Yeah. And so it goes to a committee and then those are the people that get to read it and hear it. And then it has to come out of that committee onto the floor. So if you're a Missouri Baptist, are you think, are you hearing anything familiar here? You know, so there, there's, you know, this same sort of process here it has to come out of a committee and then it hits the floor to where they read it and take a vote. And then again, just to clarify, just to bring it back, um, to say it again, just for um, putting in our brain's sake, it goes to the uh, representative, it goes to the house. So once, if it gets voted on there and it's a good thing, it goes to the house and they have to deliberate and all that kind of stuff. And then here's where we can hold people that have talked to accountability that said that they would sign anything up to and including abolition. Yes. So if you want to see somebody put his money where his mouth is, you better call Senator White. You better call these people and say, hey, we want this on the Senate floor. We want it voted and we want equal justice before the law for all people. Yes. And that the and that by the Missouri standards that we have already, but from conception, it is a human being until you get to Mike Moon's talked about it until you get to the end of the document where it pays homage to the state to or to the federal government. And that's the thing. We are ignoring Roe. And that is the beautiful thing about Mm -hmm. 699. It, it says it, it, that these exactly. things, yeah, I don't know if you want to tell the, the, the direct verbiage, if you have it off your brain, but yeah, not, not verbatim, but, yeah. but yeah, a true abolition bill uh, is going to, uh, is going to ignore Roe. I mean, it recognizes it for what it is. Roe is versus Wade was never law. It never has been law. Um, it's a court opinion and, and that's all that it is. And so, you know, an abolition bill basically calls upon the magistrates, right? Our state magistrates, our, 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 our state leaders, representatives, uh, senators, our governor, you know, to stand up and, and to assert our sovereignty as a state, all right? And, and, and we have the right to do that. 
constitutionally, we have the right to do that. Um, biblically, the magistrates have that duty. They have that obligation um, over and over and over again, right? In, in Throughout scripture, you see God's people, God's men going to the magistrates and confronting the magistrates, um, you know, with their sin and with their evil. So the lesser magistrate doctrine is, is biblically rooted. Mm -hmm. But, you know, even constitutionally, um, the U.S. Constitution says that, you know, all uh, issues uh, that are not contained within the Constitution are left up to what? To the states. They're the rights of the states. Our Missouri Constitution, right? it's Article 1, Section 4, if I remember right, is titled the Independence of Missouri. Mm -hmm. uh, most people don't know that. Article 1, Section 4, the Independence of Missouri, right at the beginning of our Constitution, that article, that section begins by stating Missouri is a sovereign and independent state. All right. So, you know, what uh, doesn't the abolition bill do? It basically calls on our magistrates to stand up to assert our state's sovereignty and to tell the federal government we're no longer killing babies in Missouri. We're yeah. going to end it right here. And yeah. that's what an abolition bill does. Amen. Yes. Amen. So, yeah, thank you for that. You know, just that, that uh, continuing, we need, we the big thing is the education of people because people have shoved off um, any uh, meaningful relationship with the government. There's a cynicism yes. and there's all that kind of stuff. But as a Christian, um, you know, like just, just to bring it back around to what we talked about before, um, you know, the pro-life side, the incrementalist side has tried to uh, hijack Esther, the book of mm -hmm. Esther um, and do that. But the thing is, yeah. is, you know, there's another guy and I'm not going to name him yet. There might be something someday that, flips me to name him. Um, but it's somebody that said, if God is for us, who can be against us on abolitionist material and then backed off. Yeah. So if he's listening, he knows who he's talking. Well, I've already talked to him. So it's not, I'm not even saying this behind his back. I've already talked to him like this mm -hmm. anyway, but Esther risked her life to approach the King. Yeah. She said, this, this is not customary. I, you're not supposed, you're supposed to wait for him to call on you. Yet she risked her life, walked into his presence, and it was the grace of the almighty sovereign God that made him pull his scepter out and point at her and not kill her. Yeah, yeah, and that's, so, a, great, yeah. that's a great biblical example of interposition, all right, upon which the lesser magistrate doctrine is, is based is that, you know, when, when the higher authorities, right, make a, a, you know, some kind of a law, ruling, whatever, that, that violates the law of God, it's the duty of the lesser magistrates to interpose on behalf yeah. of the people. And that's exactly what Esther did there. Yes. Yeah. Um, she interposed on behalf of her people. Yeah. Great Amen. Example. Yeah. And so, but yeah, um, I know that, uh, you know, Dave is, uh, has given us his time and everything. And uh, it's been a pleasure to see him on the screen again, even though we've had our little issues. And I think I have definitely uh, <laughs> monopolized anyway on the question. No, man, I'm so grateful, you know, because I'm not in the state of Missouri, I haven't followed through everything, but I am really grateful for everything that's going on there. And uh, haven't been as involved Thank with you. things in Kansas, but I still fully support what is going on. And uh, 
given my my shift in uh, churches and me just trying to navigate the the new uh, newness of where I am, I just have been just been doing the best I can to pastor in the church and then to keep my head above water in, in the teaching component, which is a blessing. But, uh, you know, I continue to pray for the end of abortion and, and want to look forward to every opportunity we can get to yeah. get the message out there and, and to do so clearly uh, and unequivocally right. and, and unforgivingly, because that's the way we're supposed to do it. So, yes, I'm grateful, Wes. And thank you for coming on on this thank short you. notice. I, I, I'm sorry that my Internet in the hotel is not better. I would have maybe shifted and gone to a coffee shop or something had I known it was going to be so problematic. So I, I think it worked out OK. No problem. Yeah, well, yeah, dude. Thank you so much, Dave. Thank you so much, Wes. Uh, we're gonna have to call this an evening, but I think we got all the information. Um, would you? Are you? Uh, I guess are you satisfied, Wes, uh, with the information? Or is there any other little points that you'd like to kind of throw in, just to make sure? And then we will hit them on our yeah. show. Well, the only other point that I might make is that uh, abolish abortion, Missouri. You know, we are we are organizing. We are becoming more active. Uh, we are doing more events, and we're going to be back at the state capitol Wednesday of next week for the, uh, I think it's the Midwest um, March for Life, I think is what okay. it's called. Huge rally. Uh, it's actually outside on the grounds of the state capitol. We'll be back there. Uh, we've been doing, um, uh, we've been hitting homeschool conferences um, you know, around the, the, the area, the state, and just doing everything that we can, you know, right now to, to get the abolition message out. And, uh, you know, the great thing about it is the encouraging thing is that as we go to these events, we talk to more and more people, um, you know, people are saying, yeah, I mean, you're right. I mean, this, this whole, you know, abolition position makes sense. I mean, mm -hmm. uh, doesn't make a lot of sense to have these so-called pro-life laws on the books that basically specify the conditions under which babies can be murdered. You know, the only right thing to do is to totally abolish uh, abortion into completely now. And yeah, so man. that's the encouraging thing. We're, we're running into more and more people that, that seem to be thinking that way. Yeah. And just to, you know, clarify, whenever we abolish abortion, there's already laws that are for murderers. So we're, we're, we don't have to add it. Like we're not removing right. anything that we have to add to. We're just removing the re regulation of murder to then the laws that we already have against homicide. Right. And so, right. you know, so that's something else that I think maybe people don't think about, you know, and again, we're not out to stone women in a uh, vigilante style. It still has to go to a court, a uh, mm -hmm. jury, a trial, all that kind of stuff, evidence, um, there are degrees of murder as well. And exactly. so it's, it's going to, it's going to hit the same process. It's just, we're treating a human being like a human being and we're yes. not making an arbitrary line. Um, so that's pretty much a, I think a summation of the position um, for anybody that's brand new or just needs to be reminded um, getting lost in the weeds <laughs> of this thing, which you can totally do. Um, but then, you know, so that's, that's pretty much, yeah. Thank you so much uh, for those. And so again, uh, call Senator white, Call him, call him, call him, get on Facebook that I, I Facebooked him and a representative said, Hey, it's been logged. Okay. So get on Facebook call. Um, if you have his personal number, 
um, talk to them, <laughs> just whatever, um, you know, right. make a relationship as, uh, as, uh, Mike Moon has talked about build relationships with, uh, with, uh, with your people, you know, treat them as human beings and not, um, robots out dead set to do everything destructive of everybody, right. They're human beings too. They're sinners. Um, they're going the wrong way. And especially if they're brothers and sisters in Christ, correct them, rebuke them and reconcile a relationship between you and him and then uh them and god as well this is how this whole ecclesia you know that's how ecclesiology works you know so let's put our beliefs in in other areas into action with the same fervor that we have for the pre-born our pre-born image-bearing neighbors that we want right. um recognizes what they are inherently so but yes, with that said, I know Dave has got to get a, get off of here because he's a busy, busy man. I know, Wes, you are too. Thank you both Thank you. for your time. Thank you both for your ministries and uh, that I get to stand uh, with you guys is just amazing. And, uh, you know, we can, we will, we shall continue um, with things. So, but uh, with that said, this is the Tag You're It podcast. I'm Ray Ray. And I am David Van Bever. I'm David Van Bever. Yes, then we got Wes Scroggins from the Bible. Check out his website. Uh,